Okay, let's do the theme song. Okay, okay, okay. Bum 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 We promise not to hate you. We only want to meet you. We promise not to kill you. We only want to thrill you. This is Zach. This is Paul. This podcast has it all. We are the Fifeful Chums. Welcome back, everyone, to Fifeful Chums. I am Zach. I am Paul. And we are here to talk into your ears using whatever um, service you use to digest pods. You know, all that pod stuff. Um, What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Are you, you got any big thanks? Okay. Everyone knows that we record this show on a delay um, because we are not good at timing things. So this is... We're recording this before Thanksgiving. You're going to hear it after Thanksgiving. Yep. Um. Oh, what's what's your Thanksgiving plans there, Paul? Um. Uh, we're we're just gonna kind of take it easy because everything has been so absolutely befucked lately. Um, mm-hmm. We're gonna make food. We're gonna eat the food. We have. You guys uh, stay. You guys stay home. You don't go. We're, we're to staying the home. No. Nice. Uh, no. I mean, we, uh, in college, remember how like you'd get six months off in college. You'd get like. God. You didn't really go to school. Two weeks on and then three weeks off. Yeah. So the idea of going anywhere for Thanksgiving, like travel, I feel like since 2020, travel has become more shitty. Mm, And I feel mm -hmm. like it's it's kind of, it just keeps making itself so unbearably shit. Like flights just getting canceled and people being like, yeah. yeah, My flight was just delayed by a stupid amount of time. Um, I, I was in Santa Barbara this week uh, doing a, an LL Bean shoot, and I was on my way back, and we get on the plane, and we all sit down, we all, everything's fine, yeah. and then the pilot comes over the intercom, and you know, you always miss the first half, because your headphones are in, you're all of a sudden, you're like, sure. what's happening? And then you realize why he's did, not on the- did, Why did I feel everyone groan around I know. Me? Yeah, everyone <laughs> seems to get sad, I'm like, what's happening? So you take out your headphones, and then I realize he's not on the intercom, the pilot's like- standing in the aisle with the little telephone thing that's the worst place for him to be oh god that's bad news and he's letting us know that the auxiliary generator in the plane is dead um and he goes now the flight controls told me to take off anyway but the auxiliary aka the backup generator uh is what we need if the first one dies and i don't feel like gliding across the continental united states on a hope and a prayer and I was like, that's fair. So they made us get off and we had a, the gold. The, also, by the way, no, we understand this. No uh, airplane delay story is interesting to anyone who was not delayed on that exact airplane. So even no. me just starting to tell you this, I'm like, this yeah. couldn't matter less. Yeah. Even when you're del- <laughs> like, even when it is your story, unless it's like, I got delayed and was sitting next to Sarah Jessica Parker and we are now yeah. friends. Like, that's interesting. But like. I, I was sitting next to a um, a small, angry little man who um, was watching a lot of, again, not a uh, political podcast, but he was uh, watching countless YouTube videos from other small, angry little men. And nice. I was like, oh, this is, you, you seem sad. <laughs> you, yeah, seem, yeah. you seem like I you want someone to blame. Headphones. Like, I, uh-huh. I, I would always fly with like cans. Um, mm-hmm. but they were never they were hard backed but they were closed backed rather but they weren't noise canceling so like if that kid was screaming loud enough you were getting that you know oh yeah 
But since the advent of those, it's like the only thing I have to worry about now is all the other physical discomfort. So at least See, when you have a child, you stop caring about the like I can drown out a kid can scream in my face and I have now the parent (laughs) ability of just shutting it off. However, one kind of disgruntled lady next to me, I'm just like, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it if she says one more thing. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy how like getting in a plane makes people so fucking irascible. They really do. Uh, and especially this time of the, the year when everyone's going. Oh, God. Yeah. And it, it is the, apparently the highest travel day. Yeah. I think which, people, I, I to me, I feel like everyone travels for holidays, but Christmas is a more do it at your house thing, especially like now, like I we have Maggie. And because of that, we want to have Christmas morning at our house so she can sure. open her presents under the tree. Yeah. Thanksgiving for everyone is always like, okay, whose house are we? Like, we're going Let's to my aunt's to house. This asshole's house, yeah. And we have a, we do it every year. Uh, it's like a two and a half hour drive to Boston, yeah. or not Boston, Beverly, Massachusetts, technically. Beverly. Are you saying Beverly, Beverly with an accent? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, it's a so great it's accent. Not Beverly. It's, it is Beverly, but you're saying it's Beverly. It's Beverly, but it's Beverly. Beverly, Beverly, Massachusetts, right next to Peabody. Peabody, yeah, yeah, Peabody. Yeah. Those fucking southy bastards. Yeah, <laughs> fucking which I love going up there. It's just that we don't we we've, we don't stay overnight. It used to be like we go for the weekend. It was a nice time, yeah. but now that everyone's older, it's like nope. We just drive up two and a half hours, go there, do yeah. our thing, leave, eat, eat, <laughs> get home. Exactly. Yeah. So that's our big thing, and but I can't wait. I do. What is good is my cousin who runs everything. He is a chef. So because of that, we do get good food. It's still the classics, but it's like, it's top-notch classics. So we don't mind too much. I mean, like, yeah, I would never turn down a a perfectly cooked old school turkey. Oh, yeah. You can fuck a turkey up and you can like, oh, my God. I have a friend who he loves texting me about his cooking. And he's he's a very good home amateur cook. Like okay. he, he's, he's very good, but he's still like a home cook and he makes homemade pizzas and he's really been dialing it in and we've had his pizza and it's amazing. Nice. He does an excellent, excellent job. So he'd send us updates of his pizza recipes, me and our other friend. Yeah. But then he started just sending us everything he cooks and we never really respond to it. We're always just kind of <laughs> like, that looks good, dude. And sure. he's wish we could he, eat it. He has sent us, um, the three practice turkeys he's made prior to he's decided sous viding it is the best and then he roasts it i don't know it's a whole i'm getting bored talking about it man yeah it's th- this is yeah i remember when instagram started and it was all pe- pictures of people's pets <sighs> and i miss and, that and food i miss it's food. like why am i looking at your food that i can't eat i know like, fuck you that's uh, like I d- I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a food network junkie, so I do like looking at that kind of food. But then again, I also do cook, so I like try to remake it. I'm okay, always like, that that's a, a good idea. Sense. And gotcha. I think that's why he thinks I'll do it with him. And yeah. I'm just like, hey, man, when I see like Anthony Bourdain or Bobby Flay do something, I want to try it. When I see fucking Mike from high school do it, I'm like, cool, bro. <laughs> good for you. That's that's great. Yeah. 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 Looks looks tasty. <laughs> uh, that looks like food to eat. Oh my god, it's so fun. Um, let's do some news. It's time for nudes. Psst. What? It's news. Oh. Oh. Um. So GQ does their annual Man of the Year. Um, yeah. and there's Gentleman a big quarterly, right? G- Gentlemen quarterly. Thank- Whoa. 
I'm very impressed. That is what it stands for. I'm That's a, a little, little autistic when it comes to certain acronyms. Great, but BMW I hey, it was Bavarian Motor Works. Yeah. I did know that. Yeah, but I, I would get, but you just like opened. I forgot it until just now. Um, but there's a big uh, uh, self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Fucking throw initials at us. We'll. Uh, yeah, fucking. We challenge you. Give us. We challenge you. Acronyms. We Leave us acronyms. Your acronyms. We'll break them down. Well, we found our stride, folks. This is an oh, acronym man. unfolding podcast now. <laughs> God, that would be great if that was like our, our intro to stuff. <laughs> like, hey, we'll do it. Um, anyway, they just came out yeah. with their man of the year. Uh, they do it every year. They do their okay. man of the year issue. And every year someone gets mad about something. This year, the cover of GQ's man of the year issue is none other than Kim Kardashian. Um, so here's the thing. Everyone's mad. Do you think they do stuff intentionally now? A like, thousand. get into it. A thousand okay, percent. Yeah. That's what gotcha. that. That's okay. my point here. Is that this so, is the same reason Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt was cast as Garfield because oh love God. him or hate him, everybody's fucking talking about it. Everyone They're talks about it, it, dude, because they hate it. They're gonna see it because they love Garfield. <sighs> I've said this before. I will fucking say it again. Chris, this is for Chris. So if everybody's not Chris, uh, Chris. If you don't have anything to bring to a project other than your name or the controversy that comes from casting you in a project to the project, don't take the project. <laughs> Sorry, gonna, go ahead. He's so, going yes, to take Kim Kardashian, it. man of the year. Whoa, but Whoa. she's a woman. I love So people, yeah, every year, the guys. they make wow. it, and people get so upset about it every year. Because that's the thing. They're like, how dare they make Kim Kardashian man? Now, she's not man of the year. The men of the year thing, there's multiple categories. So this year... Um, Kim Kardashian was tycoon of the year, um, ah, good mainly her. off the fact that her underwear brand Skims, she made a deal that is now the official underwear of the NBA acronym. Go NBA, uh, National Basketball Association. Correct. Correct. Okay. I hope the association I always strikes. I think me. it's association because like, it's because it, it, cause it's M, uh, what's it called? Uh, baseball is uh, MLB, mm -hmm. Major League Baseball. Why yep. would it be? Why wouldn't it be MLB? NFL? Uh, National Football League. But that's uh -huh. what I'm saying. Major League Baseball. National NHL. National, National Hockey League. Hockey League. So why is basketball an association? Why isn't it NBL? That's a good question. Um, hmm. I couldn't begin to tell. I could make up an answer. <laughs> Sure, like I could, I could fucking yeah. just create an answer, but yeah, um, drop it, drop it. Let's oh it. So well, you know, why it, is it? Why is basketball an association? All these well, because um, other professional sports uh, were once individual leagues. For example, mm -hmm. in football, the National Football League and the uh, American Football League were two separate entities, and oh. the NFL eventually absorbed the AFL, creating it into the AFC, the American Football Conference. Oh. Um, and in doing so, because there were multiple leagues fighting on the once, the most professional one keeps the league title because it was the league that won. Basketball didn't have multiple leagues. It always started as one entity. It was the National Basketball Association since they were shooting into peach baskets. Yes. Uh, which is from, from Springfield, Massachusetts. No, mm -hmm. Ab Abner Double, no. D Abner Doubleday invented baseball. Did I just fuck that up? I have no idea. I, I forget that. I used to know that I just went to the National Basketball uh, Hall of Fame uh, recently. So I do, I shouldn't remember the guy who invented basketball's name. He was a teacher in Massachusetts. And... I know Abner Doubleday invented either baseball or basketball. I know one of those. And I know that Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin. 
Eli Whitney did invent the cotton gin, and he has an elementary school named after him in my hometown. Good for him. And their uh, mascot is the whales, the Whitney whales, everybody. Anyway, back to Kim Kardashian. Yes, Kim Kardashian, yes. Tycoon so she's Tycoon skins. of the Year. And everyone, so you have everyone coming out of the woodwork, like, how dare they make a woman Man of the Year? Because no one called her Man of the Year but herself. Because when she was on the cover, she tweeted, you know, hey, I'm Man of the Year. Um because, yeah, what, what, she's not going to fucking break it down into, like, no. technically I'm one of six and blah, blah, blah. Of course not, sure. Um, so everyone get pissed. But this isn't the first time they've done this. They do this every fucking year, Paul. I was gonna there's say, a girl. Yeah, I was gonna say every there's, there's a woman a controversy. every fucking year. Um, previous uh, female men of the year, Rihanna, Megan Thee Stallion, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Aniston, Scarlett Johansson. This isn't fucking new. And yet yeah. it's like every year we have to like pretend it's a, oh, oh how dare they? And it's kind of like love to complain about shit that does yeah. not matter. So they does, don't couldn't matter less work on the things that do matter. Couldn't like they love to be like, whoa, 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 Ryan Reynolds. I know. You know. Yeah. I will I will say it was very interesting, though, because uh, there was another uh, si side note, other controversy that happened like this week was um, people's controversy with a lowercase, lowercase C, C. Yeah, small controversy, C. very small controversy, <laughs> not like Marilyn Monroe singing happy birthday, Mr. President controversy. No, like, no, like, 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 like who gives it else? Hey, we got a uh, controversy for you. Yeah. People just did their sexiest men of the year issue and the number oh. one sexiest man alive was patrick dempsey and to which everyone went huh like patrick dempsey insanely good looking man the nice guy step by step <laughs> nope <laughs> patrick dempsey was on Grey's anatomy for years he was dr mcdreamy okay wait <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who the fuck you're thinking of who is the father on step by step I, I need know. to know this because I thought it was Patrick Dempsey. Oh my God! It is not. Uh, here, I'll yeah, I, I need this from step <laughs> by step. It was Patrick Duffy. Okay, you're not that far okay, off. Okay, good, 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 okay. good. My my miniature <laughs> stroke was not totally off. Okay, good. Uh, anyway, Patrick Dempsey. The whole thing. This guy's in his sixties or seventies. I was like. Uh okay well so is oh so is patrick patrick dempsey's in his late 50s he might be 60 that's a good question really how long okay. he is right. but well and and here's where it was not a controversy um yeah. <laughs> but they were he's 57 patrick dempsey okay. so the thing is he hasn't been in anything in a long time like he was one of the main characters in gray's anatomy which is i think still on but was they killed off the his... gruff doctor no that's scrubs uh, never mind i've never no. seen gray's anatomy it, it's it i i haven't either. people like it no I've heard people it. like it it's a very people popular like show it's just not yeah. my you know medical dramas uh, except ER. for house i was a big house yeah. guy i did like house but besides that medical dramas aren't my thing yeah um but the whole thing was everyone's like okay if this was 2008 absolutely they called okay. him dr mcdreamy for a reason but it, it kind of did a whole thing of people are like who exactly is like when you think of um attractive men who have had a great year. Cause that's my thing. It, to me, it has to be like the, something had to happen you're that year for it to matter. I was zeitgeist. rooting zeitgeist. You're in the zeitgeist. Yeah. I was rooting for Jason Kelsey myself. Um, uh, what's Travis Kelsey's brother, also oh, an NFL player, that's, that's but he's a bigger senior. dude. He's a center. 
Um, no, this is his brother, not the one that's dating Taylor Swift. Um, gotcha. But he just had a documentary come out. He's a very beloved person, but I also loved him because he has giant eyebrows and he's a big fucking chubby guy with a beard. I was like, fuck yeah, Jason sure. Kelsey. Uh, it wasn't him. But if you think of a guy who has had an insane year for being hot, who would you choose as your man, your sexiest man alive? I mean, I'm not up on a lot of sexy man stuff. Um, I guess the, the first two names that kind of jump to mind immediately, I guess, are um, Jason Momoa and Alexander Skarsgård. Okay, Alexander. Oh, Alexander Skarsgård has done a lot of stuff this year, actually. Yeah. Love me, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa can always be my sexiest man of the year. He was on SNL, like, this Saturday. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, just yeah. did it. I was thinking, everyone, basically, people were just bringing up, like, why didn't these people win? The sure. number one one that I brought up that I was like is Pedro Pascal. How the fuck did he not win? He had he the whole... already? No, that's, no. Okay, that's something I don't believe. Like, And I he had... Like, what did he have this the, year? He had The Last of Us um the mandalorian well that's the thing if they they should put him yeah he should have been he should have been it i know something else that he did that was that was he was game of thrones was game of thrones was his like break and mind you when you say breakout he is he's been working for 30 years the overnight success is fucking 30 years in the making i guess he did have wonder woman 84 in 22 but that was awful like that was a legitimately shit movie it wasn't the um, best. Come on, that's it like, that's like I, I give a lot of slack. Listen, I oh yeah, no, it's not good. It's I give not a lot Gal of Godot's slack. Fault. It's not Pedro Pascal's fault. It's no. not Kristen Wiig's fault. It's no. it's the writers who were like, this crazy global event happened in 1984, and yet in all the other movies, it's like she's been she's been invisible for 150 years. Listen, and no all, one never. It's the all of the everybody had yeah. All of the superhero movies lately have really, to me, gone off the deep end. Like, but yeah, the whole Marvel thing. The Marvels actually. Well, because because they so Marvel. Before yeah. we get into the Marvels, <laughs> Marvel had such a amazing run of shows but they had those movies planned to a t all these stages yes. were planned yeah now we're, we're in stage four or era four or whatever the fuck phase they want to call it. phase five phase five now yeah they're just free balling it they don't have a plan for it it seems or i'm sure no mind you i have, think they have a loose plan but it does seem like they assembled it after like they already started shooting and they're like we're gonna make this make sense and there's main things they're it's leaving a tighter plan that we can't see <sighs> i th- i hope i'm saying i hope I so hope because I know that they rewrote the Civil War because originally Civil War did not have Spider-Man, but then once they got the rights from Sony, they're like, yeah. let's fucking introduce Black Panther and Spider-Man, and Civil yeah. War is still one of my favorite. Civil War was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That era was great, but apparently yeah. now things are going so bad, I don't know, I'm sure you've seen, that they the are finding a way, well, the Jonathan Major stuff was bad, but they're finding a way to resurrect both Tony Stark and Black Widow to bring them back in. I because heard that it's a rumor. I really hope they I don't think. give in because oh I think man. it's too much of a temptation. Now that they've introduced <sighs> timelines and multiverses, they're like, we can fucking pull them from any other timeline. And it'll... that is the thing that I that I am worried about. That I feel like all the stakes are gone. I know, and I feel like that might be what they're gonna kind of end. So okay, the first three phases were the Infinity Saga. Phase four, five, and six, which we're in now, is uh, the multiverse saga. Yeah. I think they are going to have to close that up. 
Oh, yeah. Because they, otherwise, there are no stakes. Any no. actor that's like, hey, I know you killed me in that movie, but I want to come back. Sure. Uh, yeah, Earth have a good one. Seventy-nine. You yeah. know, yeah. Okay, so the, the we'll, do, we'll do a Marvel episode in the future. We're losing time, so I really want to quickly talk about our other news story before we do a couple questions. Yes. Um, as we said, it is Thanksgiving, and is. America has the great grand Thanksgiving tradition of the presidential pardon of a turkey. Yes. Uh, I know this is not a political podcast, but um, we are going to talk about this turkey pardon. But every uh, president does it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, every, oh, that's, yeah, yeah. I, so it's not political. It's just, I went on a dive to find it. So this year, <laughs> the two turkeys that were pardoned were Liberty and Bell. Um, they always like, there's always two, and they always have funny little names, like there was chocolate and chip and peanut butter and jelly. This year is Liberty and Bell. And they pardoned both of them. And pardon two turkeys a year. It's not just one. Oh. Pardon two turkeys. Okay. And so these turkeys, Liberty and Bell, are four months old, 20 weeks, and they already weigh 42 pounds each. Um, Jesus. That's fucking genetic engineering. If I've ever fucking seen it. Um, that's wild to me that they this do that. This is the that. Fat Turkey Week special now. But, but apparently this has been going on since uh, for 76 years. When the like turkey lobby or the the American Turkey Growers Association, yeah. um, every year they choose a presidential flock, <laughs> so they go around America, yeah. and they choose which flock will be the presidential flock that year. This year they came from Minnesota, and they had to. They're trained from 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 a from a young hatchling. They're media trained. Uh, okay. so they can stand on a podium and not freak out. So like basically from the moment these chicks are bored, they're like just putting flash bulbs off at them. Like, so they're, uh, moms. Like, they have music the playing. Are. So they're yeah. used to like crowd honey noise. Sure. Yeah. Like honey boo boo. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, they pardon them every year, which means these two turkeys will not be eaten. Um, which forever? is hilarious they just forever. Live, oh, uh, how long listen, and here's what gets me about the yeah. presidential turkey pardon. It's a yes. stupid thing. Yes. It, it is the dumbest thing. It is literally by like the Turkey Growers Association is yeah. how it started. It is a <laughs> pro eat turkey like lobby that does this fun little thing every year. But yeah. presidents love it because it gives them a chance to um to like to not make have jokes. Any politics. No politics. Yeah. I get to go yeah. in the Rose Garden, make crack a couple jokes. Sure. Although this year, Biden, um, of course, every time this guy flubs, that's all people want to talk about. He <sighs> was referencing Taylor Swift and he called her Britney and everyone's like, he's losing his mind. I'm like, this is fucking, you think he fucking knows he's 81 years old. All right, everybody. Exactly. It's not, not a political, not, not a political, political. podcast. Not oh, political he podcast. should die. Never mind. We are talking about turkeys. Um, turkeys. So turkeys can apparently live about 10 years. Um, they are normally slaughtered at about five months. Um, and, but if they are pardoned, they get to go and live at the university of Minnesota's agricultural program where they're going to be pampered and they're going to be taken care of by the vet students. And they're just going to be like these weird little turkeys just hanging out for the next 10 years till they die of natural causes. That's kind of, I cool. think that's nice. I like that. I'm always kind of curious. So yeah, they, what they happens. supposedly 1947 was the first presidential pardon um but there's arguing about that oh. um that's when the association started bringing turkeys around but some say that president abraham lincoln pardoned a turkey in 1863 but Jesus. that white house says that story is unverified um 
And but but and John F. Kennedy in 1963 was the first that uh, went on the record to grant the turkey clemency. Oh, so <laughs> like forgiving all of its past, forgiving crimes. all of its past crime, <laughs> actually pardoning the turkey. Okay, good. Was he drunk at the time? I don't fucking know. This is always crazy to me. I would watch that. I would. I would watch. That. Oh, and President Obama and his turkey thing made the joke. Yes, we cran. Because cranberry okay sauce, that. yeah, no, no, I like no, it. I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm, I'm super totally into cool it. I like the idea. I love the turkey part, and I love now every year. Peta gets very upset about it, um, but that's a whole different. But for me, you I'm say Peta's upset about something. <laughs> I know you don't say, but um, I, I, I don't know. I love these silly little things, like these yeah. silly little nonsensical, like fucking cheese? wheel of cheese day. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, if that were a real thing, but yeah, it is a real. Have you? Oh, that's England, actually a real thing. Not here in England. It's not Wheel of Cheese Day. There's a village in England that you made yes. me think of that has a cheese rolling um, oh, event every day. Competition. But what yeah. it is, they take a wheel of cheese down an incredibly steep hill, like beyond, like fucking sixty degrees straight down, like incredibly Jeez. steep hill, yeah. and they roll the wheel of cheese down, and then people chase after it. And they just break legs and fucking tumble. <laughs> and it's the, but every year there's a winner of whoever catches the cheese. It's so, do they I get love to eat the cheese or does the cheese go to the University of Montana and live in the cheese department? I hope it does. I hope it's, I hope, how long can a cheese age? Oh, like, cheese can age, I think it's like 850 years or something. You something don't want to eat crazy. It. No. Well, it's the same I with like bottles it. of wine. Like when people have uh, wine Super that, old that is super, super old and is a collector's item, they even say at that point, if you have a wine that's 100 years old, they're like, don't try to drink it. This is a commodity. You're just selling the bottle and holding on to it for bragging rights. It will taste like straight vinegar. vinegar. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, I like the turkey pardon. Congratulations, Liberty and Bell. Yeah, way to go, Liberty and I'm Bell. I'm very happy for Our you. Condolences to the rest of the presidential flock is fucking butterballed out. Sunlight... <laughs> Um, oh, share bear, yeah, all those others that have been just made fine. into into slurry. Yeah, it is R&D. so. I do like a turkey. I eat a lot of turkey actually, because I I don't eat a lot of red meat. I'm okay with turkey. <laughs> I like a nice turkey club. You know? <gasps> There's a diner by my house that makes the best turkey club I'm in the gonna entire go fucking world. I know. I, I think I've you told, told you about this for you years. You want <laughs> for to get your picture up on the wall. You want to be. That, that is my is, dream of yeah. so this diner just for we've told this story before in other we podcasts. Told this story. Oh yeah, that's how I know about it, it. it. There's a diner near my house, everybody, that I have been going to my entire life. I have been going there since I was born. Um, I still go to this diner. <laughs> and my dream, my 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 grand dream of success is to have a framed photograph of myself signed at the diner. And because there's only one other celebrity there, oh, and it's, uh, uh, do you I remember? remember? I don't remember. Fucking I don't remember. Fucking John Ratzenberger, from Cliff right, from Cheers. From fucking Cheers. Yeah. There's a fucking signed picture of Cliff from Cheers, and I'm just, and that's the only celebrity photo there. And I'm like, how much more do I have to do, guys? How much more do I have to fucking? This guy came through once. Like, how much more do I have to do? Can we? Do you think to get my diner go, photo? 
I can go and cause a distraction and you could just put it up. I could. I, I've thought about official. that. They have to like. No, no, no. I have to. I have to be. I have to sign it and I have to like sign like to the Blue Sky Diner family. My favorite. My favorite yeah. diner ever. Keep keep being you. Or, I don't know. Never change. Like one of those change. things. Never change. I mean, they still have do you like. Have a, do you have. Uh, I, so I only bring this up real quick because I went to my first like signing where I was oh, yeah, yeah. things. Do you have a go-to signature thing, like a best wishes? Um, I do. I Can I tell you how often I've ever been asked for an autograph? Fucking never. No one's ever <laughs> asked me to sign a single thing No one in my has ever life. asked me ever until ever. this thing where suddenly like 500 people were. And I Ugh. originally, when I, was, when I was a little narcissist, before I had any career or plans for the future, I was going to have, my, my thing was... Uh, Hey, good luck with that. And then my my signature. But when you're actually there and looking into the eyes of these people who are like, I really respect what you do, that felt like such a cunty thing to sign. Right. So then I was like, oh shit. So what I ended up doing was some of the most random stream of consciousness. Like these folks. That's what you have to do. That's what oh, David Sedaris man. does. I have David Sedaris, oh, my favorite writer. I have a countless, or not countless, I have like six. <laughs> that's really easy to count, actually. That is able to count. Yeah, that's less than six. I, uh, I have like six of his books, <laughs> and he signs it different every single time. Sometimes he draws a little picture. Sometimes he writes a little note. That's um, great. Yeah. And, and, and it's different every single time. Okay, he literally yeah, comes out and he has like 50 colored markers and he just like plops oh, them down awesome. and then he just decides what he's going to write in each person's thing i i okay yeah because i think no i'm still trying thing... to get my signature good where i doesn't look like i'm you know had a heart attack halfway through writing it like, oh, my signature i will say my signature looks fucking awesome oh, I don't even, I, and i have terrible. not been planning that i've just always had a great signature but i do remember one of the things i wrote was i have nothing to say that's great. Paul Guyette. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. That's fair. That's inscrutability fair. Inscrutability is mm. my wheelhouse. Let's see if anyone asks about that. That's a great Ask idea. us questions. We know a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. Uh, Graham the Ham. Great name. Ask, uh, what is it like? Um, this kind of goes into what we were just talking about. What is it like seeing yourself in ads or on TV or in stores? Is it surreal? Um, it's not now. What was it like? The what was? Do you remember the first thing professionally? Like you saw in the wild, not like I'm going to show everyone come over to my house and watch it. When's the first time you spotted yourself in the wild? In the wild. In the wild, the mm -hmm. first thing I remember, I believe it was a VO. So the first time I actually saw me in something, oh boy, it may have been, it may have been my Shark Week commercial, which is my very first national commercial where I played Phenomenal. Satan in 2003 oh. in a Shark Week commercial. Oh, um, they really went for it that Shark Week. So, well, so the whole thing, they, they shot three of them. One was with the Grim Reaper, one was with the Scary Clown, and one was with Satan. The idea was that everybody's afraid of these guys. The only thing they're afraid of is sharks. Uh, As they shot should. For two days in Asbury Park before they fixed it. So it looked like a dilapidated nightmare crack town. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. So I think that was, gosh, was it surreal? Here's the thing. I think ever since I was a six-year-old, there's a tiny little part of me that's like, this is what I'm here to do because mm. I have no other 
marketable talents. Mm-hmm. So like when something comes up, it's kind of just like on one hand, it's it's never like, oh, my gosh, it's like, that's cool. And a tiny little voice is like, yes, our destiny is being fulfilled. You are Satan in a Shark Week commercial. That's pretty fantastic. I, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. For me, it was the first time I saw myself in the wild was at a bus stop in New York. And so that was kind of fun. And it was a a print. This is before I started like officially modeling. Uh Um, I used quotation fingers. I fucking it wasn't (laughs) modeling at all, but it was a print ad. And it was for it was a crossover ad for ESPN and progressive insurance. And I remember because I did a commercial for it too, where I was a super fan of Flo, the progressive lady. Yeah, yeah. However, Flo, we couldn't use her picture or anything because if we did, she got a stupid amount of money. <laughs> so I had to be a super fan. And all I had was like a t shirt with like a silhouette of her hair that like, even then, like the guy, the people on set were like, we may be pushing it. Like she might be like, Hey guys, fucking it is hilarious. How unofficial official things. Oh my God. That is hilarious. Yeah. And so they may, and then there was a print ad that went along with it. And all it is, is me like ripping my shirt open to show which originally supposed to be a giant picture of flow. And now it's like a kind of, it said, what would flow do? And it was like an outline of her hand. It's just me with a ah, like a big dumb smile ripping my shirt yeah. open. And it was just like, you know, use code progressive at ESPN.com and get yes. half off on all of your game day bets or something. Stupid. I still get the the king size catalog with you in As it. As you should. Like, yeah, I know that guy. Um, I am Pushan Mishra asks uh what is your stomach size because i am also fat and i found you as my inspiration yeah i don't think like number wise i wonder i don't think so i wonder if this measurements memorized oh i know my measurements perfectly so but i in a notepad but part of me numbers but that's the thing part of me when he's like i what is your stomach size i'm like are you i think he means waist size but if you want to know my fucking stomach size, I can, I think my most recent one on the tum tum area on the natural waist, because I have to measure That's professionally. Right. We talked about this, I have the, to measure the natural waist and the, the pants waist. So I have to measure all over. And I think my natural waist, which does cut across the belly, I want to say is yeah. like 47, 46, which That's is funny because I wear a size 40 pant. And, but if you measure my actual waist, like where I wear my pants, even though I wear a size 40, it probably measures at like 45. Like okay. that's, there's a lot of vanity sizing in men's clothing and they don't talk about it. Whereas that's because yeah. it is, it's yeah, probably like, so somewhere between 45 and 47, Mr. Mishra, um, well, if that's what you're you, asking. I can give you exact numbers. Cause the last time, now this is actually as of August, 2022, uh, when I was fitted for that walrus thing. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, uh, height 6'8", weight 298, so that's good. Suit Let's slash go. chest, 50 slash uh, 50.5. Okay, I wear a my I measure right around a 52. Oh, but interesting, I wear, okay. Uh, but I wear waist, a 50 suit normally. You wear a 50, okay, I have 50, I wear 50 and a half. 50 uh, long, of course. Of course, God, yes, of course. absolutely. Um, waist is 51 high waist, uh, widest point. Mm-hmm. 46 low waist where I wear my pants. Um, P.S. The 
uh, wardrobe department was so tickled and happy with the specificity. Oh, they of want my, it so my number. And the, and that's the th- yeah. I always ask people and like when guys ask me for like advice on how to dress and I'm like, well, what what what's your size? And they're like, and they're well, like, I normally wear this. So. And I'm like, okay, well, if I'm gonna yeah. make you a, <laughs> if I'm gonna make you a recommendation, I not only need to know your size, I need to know like in inches exactly what it is, inseam, and then I can tell yeah. you what fits right, yeah. what will be like where your inseam starts, all that fun stuff. And speaking of which, inseam, I have 34 to ankle, 38 to ground. Yes. So that's another thing. So <laughs> they measure it. This is where I've gotten in trouble with inseams because oh. I have, for me, my inseam to ground is like 36 and a half, I believe. Okay. Something like that, maybe 37. But when they ask inseam, they want to know what kind of pants you're wearing. And when I was doing fit modeling, they really wanted it to be 36. And they're like, it is 36. I'm like, kind of, but the pants are going to look long and they're going to get mad about it. Because yeah. when I purchase clothing for myself, I buy a 34 because that it'll hit right at the ankle without bunching. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And then uh, I hope that answered. Yeah. 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 So yeah. If you're building a real, and I don't know Zach or I, I'm assuming there that's why he's asking. I'm assuming I'm he assuming has all the other measurements sure. and he just is going to shave yeah. down that clay. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Or he's, oh, yeah, he's going to make like perfect replicas and then just grossly misjudge the crotch. Which... Okay, we we have to go, but we'll do one more question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do one more question um, because it. it's by, and I, I, but I don't know. It's a good question. So part of me wants to save it. Part of me is like, we can do this fast also. Let's try um, it. It's from your wife, so that was my name to say. It's Film Nikita. I know her. Uh, she said, Film Nikita asks, which is her maiden name, uh, <laughs> if, if you could write a script that you would star in, what would the premise be? I did this. My friends, my, my two best friends, Phil and Will and I, we wrote a screenplay. Uh, it was called Tall Like Paul. It was when Fantastic I was sort name. of, right? It was when yeah. I was building my career. Um, and I wasn't doing, uh, my main job at the time was I was a dog walker and, Mm -hmm. uh, being a dog walker in New York city is actually pretty fucking lucrative. Plus you get crazy exercise. Some people make bank doing that. They make stupid bank, especially if you, if you stagger your day correctly. Yeah. So the plot was, uh, the tagline was a pseudo autobiography, which is a fantastic tagline, which I may never use, but Mm -hmm. you know, I still plan on at some point. Uh, the story in a nutshell was I was a dog walker and an actor and just not really booking anything. And then I booked something that was a huge deal, but it ended up being like racially charged. And I ended up losing a bunch of my dog walker um, jobs. And then uh, that's as far as we got. Hey, it had a lot of fourth wall breaking. And that was... Uh-oh. I love fourth wall break. We talked about Phoebe Waller-Bridge last... That's the first person I go to when I talk about fourth wall breaking. I'm like, we talked about Phoebe Waller-Bridge last week. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. I like that. I'll watch that. Um, I mean, again, this is now maybe 15 or so years old. If I had to go off the top of the dome, um, I'm writing a book right now that I would not be right for the part, but it kind of gave me an idea for a short film uh, based on it. so if I was to write it, turn it into a script, the main character in the book is a giant um, who doesn't quite know he's a giant. It's a fantasy book. But anyway, a giant who uh, tends a lighthouse. And but then it also came up with another like film idea of just an ornery giant that tends a lighthouse and people keep 
you know, coming by and like washing up on his shore. And he keeps being, and he's very upset that people keep showing up because he's just trying to tend his lighthouse. So I'd be yeah. into that. But that did make me think of another thing. I love that you said tall like Paul. Yeah. Because right now in the book that I'm writing, I haven't chosen a full name for the character yet or a okay. name. And any time, the entire time I've been writing this book, Paul has been the stand in. Not even thinking of you, but Paul has been the stand-in name for the giant for a thousand reasons. It <laughs> and makes just, sense. And yeah. every time I'm just like, I should tell Paul that I'm using his name. Like, not even for any particular reason. It just feels right. Paul is a good, simple fantasy name as well yeah. because Paul means multiple things. Paul True. can mean small, which is yeah, funny. Paulus Paul, is Paul, Paul literally small. means small. If yeah. you like, you were looking up name meanings. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, of course, you know, there's a thousand Pauls in folklore and mythology. You got your sure. Paul Bunyan in fantasy. Uh, Dune is one of them. Tall, which... Rhymes with tall. Yeah. Uh, Paul is the main character in Dune, one of the biggest sci-fi books of all time. So, like, sure. it's just, it's an easy state. And part of me is like, can I get away with adding another Paul into the zeitgeist? <laughs> or like, <laughs> or do I... I'm so not Why good not? at coming up with I do think I'm a good writer. I am terrible yeah. at coming up with names. That's what gets me is character names. Yeah. I am so bad at character names. It is unbelievable. To the point where Here's here's no, I got a, I got a solution for you. Um yeah. you go to the uh, the anagram server and start to put some words into the anagram server, you'll get some cool shit. Okay. I'll do that. Maybe because I, I am like all the fantasy books I read. I'm like, how did you come up with these names? You're just making shit up, and I'm so impressed because they sound like real names. That there's a movie called Gentleman Broncos, which involves like crazy science fiction writing, and Jermaine Clement plays the super famous sci-fi writer who's a total piece of shit, and mm -hmm. he has a tutorial on sci-fi names, and it basically comes down to add os, anos. Or Enos, and it's. I think I've seen sounds. that. Yeah, I think it's. Going I think I've seen that. I think I've seen. The it's movie very true. Is a lot of fun. Gentlemen Broncos. All right, or Bronco. I'll check it out. It's, and that's our that's that's yeah. our last recommendation of the day, everybody. <laughs> Go no, watch no Gentlemen more. Broncos. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, um, yeah, thanks for coming along this fun little thing with us. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Happy three, Thanksgiving. Four days ago. <laughs> I hope you had a good one. I hope yeah. everyone mind their P's and Q's. Yeah, I hope yeah. um, you got that tryptophan nap wish, going on. I hope no bones were broken. No. Other than the wishbone. All right, that's fine. We'll see you next week, everybody. <laughs> okay, let's do the theme song. Okay. Bum, 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 we promise not to eat you. We only want to meet you. We promise not to kill you. We only want to thrill you. This is Zach. This is Paul. This podcast has it all. We are the Fee Five O Chums.